Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Under the Call of MS. Today is going to be a little bit different. I know a lot of people are like dying to hear about the colonoscopy, but you're going to have to wait one more day for that. We're starting our, one of our other podcasts we do, we're starting to do again on Wednesday nights instead of mixing it in with our Saturday one that we do, so. I don't want to get anything out there before we record that one, even though that one may not be released for a while because the person in charge of that sometimes takes a little bit to get things done. So <laughs> give them a hard time always. Uh, what I want to do is talk about how I get my information, where I get it from, uh, some of the sites, some of the pages, some of the shops whatever right however i come up with it and i basically give you the cliff notes versions of most multiple sclerosis things if you hear something that might catch your ear and interest you that's basically giving you an opportunity so you can check those things out is what i'm trying to do it's like i want want people to know there's a lot of information out there you can find it all you gotta do is look for it and there's a lot of crappy information. I know my my podcast is, I'm sure, is very uninteresting and <laughs> annoying to hear someone stammering over their words constantly and having troubles doing things and constantly dealing with interruptions and telephones and stuff like that and living with other people and having them stop in or whatever or the cat jumping up and stepping on a, button and turning your computer off or whatever so hey so i had to get these things out there and let you know a little bit more about where it's coming from and know that no matter what i say don't take it as literal it's talk to your doctor if you want to try it out different things affect different people don't come and try to sue me because you had some type of condition from something you tried. Definitely consult with a physician first. Uh, as far as comics go, that's mostly from what I read and no, no, or some things are from what I heard and stuff like that, like new releases or something like that, or different franchises in and out of business companies folding all with this COVID and everything all the different things happening and stuff like that I like to keep up with all the different companies and find out what i can learn so i know where to order my comics from and stuff. just never know we went from having a nice simple place and order once a month type thing to having multiple different Areas where we get things now and companies that are pulling away from other companies. All that typical rich kid bullshit where people can't just work together to make the client customer happy. It's like, after all, customer's always right and the customer's not there. You don't have a business in the first place. So why would you do things to piss off your customers beyond me? But it's been a crazy crazy past six months or so just dealing with all the companies jumping around and all that and trying to find companies that will still work with you the way 
way you were used to when you had a good friendly comic shop that took care of you and you didn't have to worry about nothing other than coming up with the money on those Wednesdays when that shipment came in and you had to pick up your order. But, but yeah, so basically comics, uh, as far as podcast-wise, some of the few of the ones that I really enjoy listening to are like Comic Geek Speak. Uh, I Fanboy is a good one, of course. Greg Fitzsimmons, I listen to like son, I listen to a lot of his things, but his Sunday papers is kind of where I come up. I decided to push the comics podcast I do, even though I plan on doing something like that years ago. Uh, Word Balloon and Oh Yeah Comics have podcast all the people in their group with Art and Franco. They do a lot of different things. A friend of mine from the group got me into that. Their whole click and just that in the middle of one of their live Facebook uh, video cast type group things where you can join in and talk to, send them messages and stuff. Talk to them when they're doing their thing live. They do ones where they draw do draw a bunch of artwork for their different comics that they work on and stuff and do little live drawing events. Really enjoyable. You can go on their YouTube and and uh, oh yeah, and Water Balloon both have good YouTube uh, videos and all kinds of stuff like that. If you're you are getting into artistry or are an artist and want to watch other artists work on stuff see what they're doing but of course just as he got me into it and i got myself finally accepted to the groups and stuff they stopped doing the fun mix match pods and or not pods live video things and they the last couple were just star trek related and i'm not big on star trek so i didn't really didn't bother with those, so I'm hoping that they get back to the regular oddball ones. Those are some fun places that I like to check out as far as with some of the podcasts, too, the multiple sclerosis-wise. I'll be talking about more of it, some of these more, especially like the multiple sclerosis suck podcasts that that one I enjoy, FUMS, giving multiple sclerosis the finger. Uh, many people may have heard of because she's very well out there, and it's nice the different uh, doctors and patients that she uh, talks to and gets information from. It gives you a nice, nice big variety of things to listen to through her system. And read up on because I follow her. I get emails and all that stuff too, and follow a lot of her uh, letters and stuff like that. Uh, Truth be told, MS, uh, living well with multiple sclerosis, and there's all the positivity ones that I try and listen to, see where they're going with them, and if there's any new things to try out. You can, uh, 
there's lots of meditation style podcasts I like to listen to if you want some extra background for meditation or just some sounds and stuff like that. It's good to have the water flowing, trickling sounds and stuff like that, the wildlife, the different things like that. And uh, our podcast, the other ones that I do, I've talked about, like Christian Cull Comic Club podcast and Under the Cull podcast, which tonight we're starting the Wednesday night version of that, which they used to do it in the Crimson Cull comic shop. Uh, Wednesday nights, they'd just get, get together, sit around, whoever was there, and wanted to shoot shit and talk about comics or whatever. They'd do that and usually eat dinner and talk about it or whatever, which is pretty much pizza all the time. <laughs> but we decided to branch that off to Wednesday nights and just keep Saturday for the Crimson Color Comic Club where we and with the COVID and everything now you got uh, audio and video versions of all those of both those podcasts so you can see our, our members or just listen to us and uh, like I said the Wednesday one, I don't know when if he's going to put a set release day on him or he'll just get him as, out as he has time. And then the Saturday one's usually up within 24 hours. Um, but uh, some of the people that are part of the, the those podcasts that I do, uh, there's a guy named Anthony. He's... Into things like Silver Surfer, Buffy, Swamp Thing, uh, Archie, Wonder Woman. And he's basically an all-around lover of the comics industry as a whole, mostly. And he likes to say bad things about Captain Marvel and Shazam and stuff every now and then, or some other characters. Mostly he likes it, just about all the characters out there. He is a comic comic book pusher or a comic book related item pusher because anytime he finds something, it's pretty much something that I'd enjoy too, probably. And so he lets me know and I end up emptying the wallet out and <laughs> having to get it by the wife. Like he's got it made because he's single, so he doesn't have to worry about that thing. <laughs> You're gonna go after him, girls. You're gonna have to get through me because you better be in the comics because you're not gonna destroy his collection. He's got one of the most unique collections that I've ever seen. So, and oh yeah, he's also a lover of the one couple, the all all reds that Mike Mora all red. You might hear us talk about it every now and then, and thanks to him, he got me into them and. That's definitely put a little dent in the wallet. And yet, David, he's one of the uh, original owners, shop owners of the Crimson Cull comic shop. And basically, I would say the group authoritarian on Superman-related items. Uh, 
Young Justice, stuff like that. Another one of those DC fan types types that we have in the group. And he's likes to scour the night as a secret street hero, superhero once in a while. Uh, never know when you might see him running around in the Washington County area <laughs> in his cape. Then you got Damon. This guy, he's the loves his murder. He's in his Star Wars and retro classic collectibles like Garbage Pail Kids and stuff like that. And things from our childhood. He's new to some collecting, but gradually getting them hooked and obsessed with all the things, well, most of the things we love. Uh, Anthony's trying his hardest to get him to fall into the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Archie collectibles and stuff, but no luck yet. And he's big on the omnibuses. He loves those big, heavy omnibuses. They, they look nice on the shelves, but put a dent in your pocketbook, and they are heavy. Oh, most of them. And we had Dr. Kurt's dad. I'd say he's the one that knows the most about the classics, probably. And he seems to like a good variety of Different comic uh, franchises, but I'd say he's probably more, probably more DC Marvel heavy. And thankfully, he's the elder wise one, so I'm not the oldest one in the group. <laughs> and you got Jim. He would probably be our DC advisor. He is the Dark Knight of Batman lore. He knows quite a bit about the the old bat and everything that surrounds him. And we got Eric. He's the Punisher. Follower, lover, collector. It's, uh, all things Punisher. Except for some things. But soon, I feel he will be a uh, Franken-Punisher uh, follower. For now, he's just the Punisher vigilante of justice of the group. But we'll break him down gradually and get him to get interested in some other things he's got to be running out of things to search for to fill his collection so he's gonna have to go after some new things that interest him and we got uh, jacob he's our man on the street offering up jacob's birthday battles where he'll usually once a month send us uh some type of battle between a couple superheroes villains and we get to choose what who we would think would win or come out of the fight ahead. 
then there's uh, this Katie. She's probably our top Star Wars uh, aficionado. <laughs> she was our Robo Katie for a little while with the, her non-pitcher video with the her sound going in and out every now and then and crackling giving that little robot texture to it and but she did make a rare appearance for the first time on our podcast we actually had a female's face show up on episode 150 of the crimson color comic club which you can go back and check out and that was released this last weekend and she's a big lover of life day which some of you may know from the Star Wars holiday special if you ever suffered through it. And there's Kurt. He's David's partner from the Crimson Color Comic Club. He's the uh, elusive, rarely seen, I don't think possibly ever seen, but has been heard on the podcast but he is the fairly seen protector of sealed collectibles and there's this Kirby guy this guy just can't pick a theme to stick with he's all over the place and likes to hog the spotlight with mass, mass comic reviews and tries to be interesting and costume up once in a while cover that ugly mug of his and he's obsessed with comic book all the different comic book females out there and the escape from reality follows stuff from all the different franchises if you're looking for some variety he'll definitely have it for you uh that's the majority of our group. There's been a few other people that haven't been on in a long time. Uh, hopefully some new people in the future. Uh, people are always welcome to join up with the group. Just check us out and you can find out how to do that. And this Beyond that, as far as multiple sclerosis stuff goes, I also have, I've mentioned it before, my Pinterest page under Kevin Kleinantz. You can follow my MS pages if you want. I mean, there's tons of information there that I haven't even checked out that I will be checking out and talking about. Lots of recipe ideas that I'm going to play around with and make my own, make them taste the way I want them to taste. And, I will share those with you in the future from when I come up out of those. We got tons of different uh, famous people that you may or may not know with multiple sclerosis. Montel Williams, Richard Pryor. 
Jack Osborne, Annette Funicello, Blanket Bingo, and all those great older beach movies. Terry Garr from like Young Young Frankenstein, Lena Horn from The Wiz, uh, Lola Falana from Lady Coco, Tamara Dobson. She played Cleopatra Jones. Uh, Alan Osman, he's one of the Osmonds. <laughs> uh, Clive Burr, the drummer from Iron Maiden. Jonathan Katz, he's a comedian. He did have the Dr. Katz show, animated show. And you got Jimmy Huga, he was a U.S. Olympic skier. Uh, Joseph Stegler, he was an Olympic skier. Lana Saunders, she was on Days of Our Lives. Uh, Madeline Rue, she was from Star Trek. Clay Walker, he's a country singer. He come, he's been to Country USA here close to us in central Wisconsin uh, multiple times. And usually when he does come, he'll sit there and do a nice little MS talk get together, which is nice that you can go and listen to him talk about his issues with it and stuff. And nice little free get together. Captain Beefheart. He's a singer. You may have heard of Tamaya. She's a singer, David Lander. <clears throat> of course, you probably don't know that name at all, but many of us know him as Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Ole Anderson, he's a wrestler from like the AWA and stuff like that. NWA, uh, founding member of the Four Horsemen, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, and all them. Hell Ketchum, he's a musician. Ronnie Lane. Another musician, Ninja Warrior. You have Lance Eckes, whose wife has MS, also known as he's also known as Cowboy. One of my favorite Ninja Warrior athletes. Even before I found out that is, well, I was following him before I found out I had MS, so I didn't really care about his whole wife's MS because I didn't really understand it or know it myself, so I didn't relate to that at all. And, uh, of course, we got telephone ringing. And then, oh, you got some other athletes, too, like Josh Harding. He's a goalie for the Minnesota Wild. I like watching him, even though I'm not a big Minnesota fan, since I'm from Wisconsin. Right next door, yeah, Chris Wright. He played in the NBA. Uh, Kelly Sutton and Trevor Bain are both NASCAR drivers, multiple sclerosis. Stan Belinda was a major league pit baseball pitcher. Demetrius Amfroy, soccer player. Dan McNeil played for the NFL for the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> Many more people, of course, but you know it doesn't really matter if they're famous or not. But I just like to put their names out there because a lot of them do have things you can follow for 
extra MS information, like Montel Williams, it's like, he's been suffering for years. He'd take his intermissions, the commercial breaks of the show, he'd basically go off the set and break down into tears just to, just from all the pain he was going through during the show while it was live. And he'd go back out, suck it up, and act like nothing's wrong for many years before anybody even found out he had MS. And then you got other people that have lighter forms of MS, like Jack Osborne and stuff, that sit there and have the money and can travel around and climb mountains and do all that stuff and promote that. <laughs> even though you have MS, you can do anything. It's like, I have a feeling he's going to get a wake up in his future when he has a major exasperation happen or something like that but we'll see who knows maybe maybe he'll live a good healthy life and that'd be great if everybody does live as pain-free a life as possible and not have to suffer it's just i figure I like to follow what I can and read what I can. And a lot of times those you'll see different political people, news people, people of, from the TV and stuff that come out and let you know they finally have the disease or they're hiding it for a while. Like, oh, it's dang it. I can't think of her name from the Sopranos, the sister. She suffered for many years until she finally came out with it. So, yeah, let people know, and all of a sudden you're losing your job, you're getting kicked off a of film, you're, and they worry that something's going to happen down the line, so they don't want to risk anything with you even being around anymore, or accidents going to happen or whatever. So, that's why a lot of people hold out till late in their life. But and Richard Pryor, he's He let things out earlier in his career and stuff. Same with Montel. Once he did, and he came to Wisconsin and went to University of Wisconsin Madison and got through a cannabis program that they worked on getting him set up with cannabis relief to help him with a lot of his problems. And that's why he's a big advocate now of. Uh, marijuana and multiple sclerosis and he also has his own podcast that I listen to once in a while talking about that and but it's funny how he gets the help here in Wisconsin goes around the country to where it's legal now and that's where he lives and can get what he needs but uh, you can't Wisconsin has no help for any MSers in that field, even though they do some of the biggest research right here. <laughs> it shows you how screwed up our Wisconsin politician system is. It's like they care more about forcing people to wear masks and crap like that and giving out fines and having corrupt uh, systems out here is basically coming down on the wrong people. 
letting the good taking the good people down and letting the people that deserve to be punished walk the streets and destroy everything for everybody else. Uh, but coming up to the end of this, as you may know if you followed all most of my podcast, I'm I'm hooked on my doing my Sunday episode now. I was gonna do it maybe twice a week. I might do it every week. We'll see. Because I am starting to get things built up and getting too much stuff read and not talked about yet. So I gotta get it out. But I'm gonna end the podcast here today with a little clip of a Garfield comic. And Garfield's just laying on the floor, has little word bubbles above his head, and says, There was something I was planning to do today. Oh, yeah, this is it. (laughs) And then you got the follow-up comic, which is John talking to Garfield, who's still laying on the ground in a different position. John says, ambition, that's what I need. Garfield's just laying there. John says, sounds hard, though, doesn't it? Garfield says, welcome to my world, Kimosabi. Yeah. Airfield's always fun to read, so keep following us. Hopefully you like the information I put out. Who knows what I'm giving you, if it's worthwhile or not. Could just be a bunch of crap. Could be stuff that could really help you. You have to try it, check it out, and see for yourself to see if it's going to help you or work at all. Have a great day, and... Who knows, if you're lucky, tomorrow you might get 